Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome to episode 99. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying episode 99. I cannot wait until you listen to next week's 100th episode because it's totally different to my normal podcast episodes. So make sure you tune in next Monday morning to have a listen to that surprise. Now, today I want to talk about some easy wedding budget saving tips. Now, the wedding budget, it's so important because it's really what can cause so much stress in the lead up to the big day. And it also is the one thing that can really cause arguments and fights between you and your partner, which which you don't want. Now, you could easily really just elope or have a small wedding, but I do know that the majority of you who are listening, who listen to my podcast are wanting, you know, that big wedding and the wedding of your dreams. So that's just not what you want to do. So what can you do to easily save money while having the wedding of your dreams? One, you can have place cards or name cards if you call them, double up as guest favours. And that can be done such as a cookie that has names on it or a take-home tequila shot with the name hanging off it. Or better yet, you can even turn that guest favour that's also now a place card into a seating chart also. And I've shared many of these ideas and how people have done that on my Instagram account, which is at Manage My Wedding. So I'll tell you one example. So you might take that suggestion I just said of the take-home mini tequila shot and their name tags on that, and you might place those at the entrance so that they pick them up as they arrive to the reception and next to their name is their table number so that they know where to go. Then there's no need for you to go and get a seating chart printed. So now you've got three in one. You've got the seating chart, the guest favour and the name card. I think those ideas like that are really, really clever and they're a really nice surprise when you first arrive to not having just that standard easel with the names on it. Number two is This is a bit of a naughty one and sometimes I get nervous actually about suggesting this one, but this is paying for your wedding on a credit card that is attached to reward points. Now, (laughs) be careful from this one because I don't want you going and getting a credit card and getting yourselves in heaps of debt and paying for a wedding that you really can't afford. But I'm talking more for paying on the wedding on the credit card so that you get reward points. So maybe that those reward points pay for your honeymoon. Or maybe you can, you you know, get store vouchers instead of going on a holiday with those reward points. So, you know, you can really save extra money from doing this, especially when you pay the massive bill of, you know, the venue or the cater or something like that, because that is a huge a lump sum of money. And, or, you know, it might give you money after the wedding with those points to then book a holiday for, you know, your one year anniversary or something. So, I do suggest if you can do that and you know that you're not going to then just rack up a big credit card debt when you can control yourself to do that because there's some serious amount of of reward points that can be given. (laughs) I do know some people go and do it because they they have to at the end because they can't afford to pay their bill, (laughs) but I'm not suggesting that at all. Number three is go digital. 
If you really, really need to save money, go digital, have a digital invite that gets emailed to everyone or text to everyone, um, have digital RSVPs and have digital save the dates. You know, if you can't afford to do printed, you can't afford it, save money there. Number four, stay in season with your flowers or have fake flowers. And oh my gosh, there are some incredible fake flowers at the moment. They're actually a chic thing to have and they they do look amazing and a lot of people are even making them themselves or getting their mum who's a little bit crafty to do them. But, yeah, if you pick flowers that are out of season, they are so much more expensive, so remember that. Number five is hire your wedding dress or buy secondhand. Now, I know instantly that some of you are going, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I want to go wedding dress shopping and I want to wear that dress for the first time. But one, you still can go wedding dress shopping because you can go and try dresses on to get an idea of the style that suits you and what really like makes you feel good. So you can still completely have that exciting moment. And secondly, nobody knows that it's secondhand or hired. Nobody has a clue and they don't even need to know. Honestly, a, a wedding dress is worn once and once it's dry cleaned, it looks brand new, brand new. And especially if you go and hire, like these hire companies, they keep all theirs pretty up to date and fashionable. So, you know, you can hire one that could be thousands of dollars and you only have to pay a couple of hundred to hire, you know, or you could buy someone's secondhand one, which they may have not ever worn because their wedding may not have gone ahead or they might've had two dresses because they couldn't decide. So it's sold as secondhand. Like, honestly, there is no reason why your dress has to be brand new. I can't stress that enough, but go and have that experience and try on dresses. I do want to stress that point because it will give you an idea of what dress and style suits you because quite often what we think is going to suit us and what we think we're going to go for is often not what we end up with. And I know that most people that have been married and picked their dresses can say that. So yeah, definitely do that one. And then number six, this is my last tip for saving money on your wedding budget, is to only take basic packages. Now, what I mean by this is we know that we want everything included on our wedding, but we know that we can't afford it. And quite often we can regret it later. So when you go to contract with your photographer, or your caterer, or your venue, or your florist, go for the basic package and the basic inclusions at the start, no matter what. And then towards the end, if you can afford it, then upgrade. Because it is really amazing all that time later when the wedding comes up, you might be like, oh, I don't actually care about that now. I don't want to include that. Well, actually, I went and did this, so I don't need that now. So always go for the basic packages. I know so many people that have ended up spending so much more and doing things that they wish they didn't do because they'd, they'd signed the dotted line on the upgraded, more expensive premium packages. So yeah, definitely only take those basic packages at the start. So that is six very quick ways to save. And I also want to make mention on top of those six that I've just given you is review you know, review your budget constantly. It's just so important 
And if you don't know how to review your budget regularly or what to do when I'm talking about this, go and listen to podcast episode 51. I think it was called like, do you really need that? And it's a simple guide to reviewing your budget because it needs to be done regularly because it will keep you on track and help you keep saving and not going over budget. So make sure you do that. That is all. And like I said, please come back next week to the 100th episode because I'm very excited to be sharing someone special to me on that episode. And we're going to be having a really great chat. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.